And then I just like came home one day from like a bunch of shifts in a row. And he like had a party at my place like that night. Oh, shit. And was like pass out drunk. And I was just like, what are you doing, Catherine? Like, this is crazy. (laughs) You know? And like, yeah. I mean, did I break up with him then? No. I should have. (laughs) You know what I mean? Welcome to Nurse Speak. I am your host, E.B. from Nurse Life RN. Every week, we are going to look at stories that you send in to see what it's truly like to be a nurse right now. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Nurse Speak by Nurse Life RN. I am your host, E.B. And for today's episode, we are going to be talking about what you guys have coined, Nurse with a Purse. So I have two guests here. I'll have them introduce themselves. I'm Kat. I'm Megan. If uh, if you want to plug your Insta or anything like that, this is this is the time. Now is the time. Yeah. Megan is at Where is Megan? And I also have a cupcake business at Cupcakes for the Culture. Nice. Um, I'm Cat Wright. It's at uh, Batty Cat Doves. That's B A T T Y C A T D U B S. All right. Um, Hit that follow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before um, today and me telling you what we're talking about, have you heard the phrase nurse with a purse? I have not. Just from your page. Okay. Do you know what that phrase means? Oh, I'm aware. <laughs> Personal. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, I had heard stories from people I knew personally, like at work. Um, like when you work night shift, I feel like you just, if it's a slow night, you learn everything about everyone's relationships. Um, and that was the first time I had heard about nurses kind of being um, sought after for uh, financial reasons. Um, so today we're going to tell, I think we have five stories, maybe six. There's eight, but that's okay. There's eight? <laughs> yeah. All right. So there's a lot of stories, but they're good. There wouldn't be eight if there weren't uh, quality. So, because we, usually we weed out like a ton of them, but this one, there were a lot yeah, of good ones. they're pretty good. And let me just add, as I'm reading, <laughs> you can you can literally chime in at any part of uh, oh, interrupt it's, us. Yeah, it's 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 okay. encouraged. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna hop into it with the first story. I had a nurse with a purse situation with my boyfriend that I started dating during my senior year of nursing school. He managed to mooch off me the first couple of years I was an RN, busting my ass on night shift in the ED. He would fill his days with being a ski bum, taking trips without me, crashing at other friends' houses several states away, and otherwise loaf around in my apartment pretending to apply for grad school programs for computer science. I paid for everything. Rent, utilities, food, gas, anywhere we went. I didn't realize anything was wrong with this situation. Gonna partially blame sleep deprivation from night shift until we were on a camping trip to Glacier Park and were stopped by the border crossing from Canada back into the U.S. portion of the park. The very serious border agent was interrogating us pretty thoroughly. I guess we looked extra sketchy since we had been backpacking for a few days. And he asked him what he did for a living. He replied that he didn't really have a job at the moment. He then asked me what I did for a living. I told him I was an RN. The border agent stopped dead in his questions and tilted his mirror-tinted glasses down, looked me dead in the eyes and asked, Ma'am, what the hell are you doing with him? I kind of just stuttered and realized that I really didn't have a good answer for that. The agent continued on his questioning, but from then on, it made me think more seriously about how I had a lot going for me as a 23-year-old young woman, and I was being used by my deadbeat boyfriend. He definitely wasn't in love with me, and mostly used my apartment as a place to store his belongings and crashed between his adventures. Things fell apart shortly after that trip, 
and we broke up later on Thanksgiving. Surprisingly, not the worst Thanksgiving I've ever had, but that's for another Nurse Speak podcast. What's the most hungover I've ever been at work? He eventually did get into grad school, where he remains perpetually unemployed. On the other hand, I am gainfully employed as an EDRN, and I am marrying my awesome ED pharmacist husband. We have a one-year-old son. I, I mean, how, so how long were they together? Uh, I don't think she says. I think she says we started dating during my senior year of nursing school. And then he says like she worked for a couple of years. So a couple okay. of years at least. So a couple of years. I don't know. I don't know if I could fully blame that on sleep deprivation. <laughs> I, I don't know about you, but I don't think I could. I feel like there's more to that story. Yeah. I think, like, first of all, homegirl, congrats. You got yourself out of that situation. And you got yourself, like, a bomb-ass dude who actually works. So... Good job. Uh, But I find that this nurse with the purse conundrum is like twofold. Like, yeah, we tend as health as like healthcare providers, we attract like we're we're good at taking care. Right. Um, So sometimes we can attract these type of people into our lives i would say a lot of times a lot of times even if it's not even financial like just in general like any aspect where we can like take care of we do it if if it's like financial emotional like whatever it is like i feel like as nurses we're it's a pretty frequent thing yeah like we i think we just always tend to attract people who are needy in some area of their life right and sometimes we meet we make the mistake of meeting them a little bit more than halfway yeah, but how how does that start though? Because I just when I think about myself in like any dating or romantic situation, like I can't imagine tr- the transition from like we're splitting things to me just being like, now you pay for things. Like, well, they probably never were splitting things equally in the beginning, uh-huh. you know. And if she was like a senior, it's also different when you when you start off in school. I feel like like when you start off as if you start off dating someone when you're in college, like both of y'all are broke. You don't have, you know, all this extra money to just spend on things. So you probably, you know, have date nights at hell McDonald's or like you just go to the Mm. beach or things that don't require a lot of money. And I think what happens is we it starts off slow. And if you're not going into it with the mindset of this person could potentially be using me, you just kind of do things out of the kindness of your heart until it becomes overbearing and yeah. you're it's now like an 80 20 relationship it was probably never 50 50 and it just kind of like yeah. that gap widens i guess as and time this girl didn't on. realize it until someone else was like why are you with him right and then she's like shoot right like, oh by the way that's that's emily i forgot to oh. introduce Hi. her <laughs> <laughs> yeah emily works with me behind the scenes on a lot of stuff but she'll she'll be chiming in on the podcast here and there um but yeah, no, I think some of the stuff with the relationship thing too, or at least her situation, is starting in nursing school, and then maybe she was the first one to get a job after, and then it's kind of like, oh, you're making money, and you kind of like want to kind of be like, oh, okay, I can take on, take more on, mm-hmm. and then that really gives the person no incentive to like really change anything. Right. Yeah, like he's just going around and going on trips with friends, so he's probably like, I couldn't find, he's pretending to apply to right. grad school, like, mm-hmm. so, so she's like, okay, I get it, like, you keep making excuses in your head why right. it's okay. Well, homeboy is living his best life, so I have no like, question <laughs> as to like why he is in this relationship because, I mean, I would love to have someone just support me as an adult and do what I want to do, you know? But I also think, too, as I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but like as a woman, I was always raised to like, you know, you want someone who 
is equal to you, but you also don't want to like go after someone just for money. So yeah. in her mind, like she could have just been looking at it as like, I really love this guy and he is trying and he does have these other things that he's working on. So let me try to, you know, yeah. make it work until he can do what he needs to do. Absolutely. I feel like we hear these stories about like, oh, like I supported him through med school and he supported me through like med school or nursing school or whatever. And then we, you know, those were in our early 20s and then the relationship worked out. So she's thinking like, okay, we're going to help each other out. We're still in our early 20s. Like we're still figuring it out. And then I love this guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, this guy's been on my couch for a while. And it (laughs) took like the border patrol agent to like point that out to her. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just realized we don't have any... um entries from guys writing mm-hmm. about I, i'd be curious to see how that would be viewed yeah if uh if some of these stories were coming from guys talking about women they've dated but all right we got a lot of stories so we'll, <laughs> we'll hop to the next one um so i started dating someone five years older than me when i was 25 i was in grad school for my mp teaching at a nursing school and working that per diem nurse life homeboy was making 17 an hour at his job my base per diem was 62 alone holy shit Damn. yeah per diem jobs that's, that's yeah. Um, <laughs> he ended up courting me, and my dumbass fell for it. And we, and we eventually fell in love. At least I did for sure. Don't know if he was faking it. And even planned on getting married, ring and all. After two years of that, he did a total 180. Nothing aligned anymore as far as plans for the future and values. And we broke up five months ago. I've spent at least 10k on this motherfucker. Come on. She angry? I, oh, it gets angrier. Come to find out just a couple of weeks ago, he cheated on me twice within the first nine months of the relationship. Oh, and let me add, he previously he he was previously cheated on by his ex of six years and made this whole fuss about how much it hurt him and how he ended up having to move from his hometown and blah, blah, blah. Condemned all cheaters and promised to never cheat or at least break up before fucking another girl. Anyways, I paid for 70 to 80% of all our expenses. Basically got him a new wardrobe full of hella nice clothes. Got him a limited edition pop. I don't know what a pop is. I, Maybe she meant pop like puppy. Oh. Limited edition. Uh, breeders about to get caught. Going to go out of business. <laughs> <laughs> Pete is on our tails. No pun intended. Uh, <laughs> that was stupid. Please edit that out. Stupid. Oh, you got to leave that in. That's that's the kind of stand-up comedy I was looking for. <laughs> and no one's following me. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, got him a new wardrobe of hell and ice clothes. Got him limited edition pop. Can I interject right there? Yeah. This wardrobe of hella new clothes like i have never in my life bought i haven't even bought myself a whole new wardrobe like how the hell do you just buy a man a whole new wardrobe i mean no judgment sis because like i get it you fall in love and but a whole new wardrobe and also was he not buying any no no gifts were being exchanged okay when i'm googling these pops it's like bobblehead doll things oh Oh. that's so stupid but like Oh, oh limited a limited edition, edition one. <laughs> Obviously, he was maybe he was into that. I got her. Age. I bet you they're crazy ex- expensive too. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Who knew? <laughs> we digress. Uh, <laughs> uh, got him a limited edition pop, professional mic setup. We're gamers. Trip to Mexico. Paid for all his speeding so tickets. <laughs> Bought his family super nice gifts. While they never got me anything. Expensive ass Movado watch and so much more. I'm done taking on charity cases. And yes, I was probably the stupid naive one and got swayed by his smooth talking. 
He was very manipulative. P.S. I addressed the whole money thing with him before getting with him and asked him if it was going to be a problem with his pride. Um, if because I made more than say, yeah, it's a problem. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that will be a problem. I'm just going to stop you right there. <laughs> uh, but guess who was super insecure about not being able to provide and made a big deal out of it? I roll emoji. Um, and then this is like a little postscript. Um, she says to my dear man child. He really is a man child. If you happen to read or hear this, fuck you. And I hope karma bites you, bites your dick off. Um, just like how you faked and lied about being faithful to me. I was faking too, if you know what I mean. I'm sorry if my tone was a bit oh angry. <laughs> Feel free to make me sound nicer and less bitter. You failed there. <laughs> no, I, I left it in just because I feel like she she wanted to get it out. And yeah, no. Sure, sure, sure. Well, yeah. yeah. Her emotion, I, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I mean, I'd be pissed too. But also like, damn, like, why did you have to spend all that money? Come on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you know, sometimes. Like, I'm glad she got out of this because this went on for way too long and her pockets were way too deep. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably why it went on so long. She, like, before 10K, like, flags should be going Flying, on. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, wardrobe. Like, yeah. The, I think the much. wardrobe thing is really what took me because I'm like, I'm a gift giver. That's like, I guess, my love language. And so I can see like why you would, you know, if it's like mean something to you, sure. like the whatever collector's edition or whatever the the pop pop, pop thing <laughs> like i can totally get that like it's in the whole thing for them being gamers um but i mean damn like where's your where's your cutoff where's your but i also think it's important to like not to turn turn this into like a therapy session but i think it's important to like be patient with yourself. Like there's a reason I think that we go through things like this or mm -hmm. we fall into relationships like this. Yep. And I think to like be so hard on ourselves and it's a learning experience. I don't know. I think, yeah. you know, like, yeah, it's dumb, but like you learn from it and hopefully you just don't find yourself repeating the she same thing. She will never make this mistake again. <laughs> yeah. As somebody hopefully who has made, not, yeah. As somebody who has made <laughs> this mistake, uh, <laughs> I am very like, ever since that relationship, I am, I vet, dude's hard yeah, like I'm I, like yeah. almost too much just to make sure I will never again be like how bad was it like can we can we push here or is this kind of like, uh, off limits <laughs> I mean it wasn't as bad as maybe some of these write-ins but like whatever I was a new nurse I was night shift I was dating this guy that I was very in love with and it was lots of fun uh and he was a stand-up comedian. I'm a stand-up comedian. So naturally, <laughs> I'm mixed with questionable people. Uh, <laughs> you know, so it's like, oh, he has this artistic endeavor. Like, he is, you know, pursuing. And that's great. And I support that. And I was also doing the same. But also, you know, yeah. on my, like, nursing, on my off nights, I would, you know, do comedy. And every other night I was working. And just, like, it seemed like, yeah, we're in this hustle together, you know? Yeah. And then I just, like, came home one day from, like, a bunch of shifts in a row. And he like had a party at my place like that night. Oh shit. And was like pass out drunk. And I was just like, what are you doing, Catherine? Like this is crazy. <laughs> you know? And like, yeah, I mean, did I break up with him then? No. I should have. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, yeah, you go through these things and it's like I went through that relationship. Obviously it lasted longer. I was super into him. Um, but yeah, never let that happen again. I will never be with that type of dude again. Yeah. Ever. But I feel like it's also one of those, like, it's a slow 
boils like usually uh-huh. so yeah yeah and this is weird but i feel like all a lot of the stories that like i had heard from people like in real life like my friends who experience something similar it's usually with like an artist type <laughs> it's for always, sure because you can make that excuse for this yeah. person that you care about is like oh but they are pursuing their artistic endeavor right. yeah. therefore Ooh, damn, they're not being you say that i'm like it's yeah. complicated yeah. Yeah. yeah we have a different perspective too on life in general just being a nurse so we like see like mm-hmm. where you have to be like responsible and you see like the outcomes of people's decisions like at work played right. out in their own life so we have a very different perspective than just people who are in like pursuing arts which is like a noble thing it's not a bad thing at all but right yeah it's an easy thing to be like make an excuse in your mind for them when there are artists out there that are hustling and doing a bunch of things. Yeah. And you know, it's one of those things too, that sometimes like if you're an artist, no matter how hard you're hustling, you might still be broke for a while. So sure. whoever's, and he's funny as fuck. Like I'm not yeah. even going to sit here and be like, he wasn't a good comedian. I mean, he's very funny. Yeah. You know, so it makes it very easy to be like, okay, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> should have been a red flag numero uno, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> It gives you the, and two years after that, it just, it just takes time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next, uh, next story. Encourage. Y'all are nurses. Come on. We got Tunglish. We got Spanglish. We got hybrid languages. Everybody understands, right? <laughs> uh, so my current boyfriend is a HVAC tech, has been since we've been together. Uh, we met when I was 18, just starting college and moved into a shitty place together. I had a part-time job as a pharmacy tech, barely made 50 a week, so he def supported us while I was in college slash nursing school. Fast forward to today. We are still together. Unfortunately, our relationship hasn't been the greatest. No sex, like ever. He's still an HVAC guy, but has gone through three plus jobs since we first started dating. I bought us a house since becoming a nurse, pay every bill, literally every bill. He occasionally pays internet, but that's because he's a gamer. He... Thoughtful. Yeah, that you know. I the, sense a theme here. <laughs> you'll, you'll continue. To the game. Deadbeat artists and don't date gamers. <laughs> Two. <laughs> um, he ran up the credit card in my name. Four thousand plus dollars in PC equipment. To add insult to injury, he was supposed to be paying that bill, and I found out that two thousand dollars of that bill was late fees and interest because he had not been paying. He makes close to what I make. Um, but has no sense of financial management. Did I mention he drinks four plus nights a week? We have three dogs. I pay for everything for them. Vet bills, food, etc. I pay my incredibly high student loan bills. I don't expect him to pay for those. But the mortgage, water, electricity, and both our car insurance. My car payments, I, okay. I literally okay. pay everything. Okay. <laughs> chime in let's hear oh my goodness okay so this is one of those where i think i'm confused like how did we go from one extreme to the other like he was supporting her in the beginning and now i mean was this just like a oh as like a payback it's my turn (laughs) yeah like now it's my turn but like this is my turn times a million like my goodness and it's when they didn't have money before like it's usually harder to manage money when it's like tight, right? Then like now they're like, she's making money, he's making money, and he's just acting like he doesn't know how to like live on a budget. Like I'm confused. I mean, I don't live on a budget, but I also am just me. <laughs> so I kind of understand. But how do you go from he's supporting her in nursing school? When she's well, making $50 so a, a week. Yeah, yeah. To like she's making money now and dude's just like, I'm good. Like, I 
don't. But see, I was lost when she said, I bought us a house. Like, you bought you a house and let him move in? Or both of your names are on this house? Because you can put somebody out of a house that's not theirs. Yeah, I mean, any of this stuff, she doesn't, no one's making her do if you really you know what i mean like oh this has gone way too far yeah and we know. haven't even finished the story yeah, yeah there's there's still more of the story okay let's <laughs> <laughs> um everything in the house tv furniture appliances everything is mine we've been together nearly six years i asked him to help with household chores they barely get done i'm at a loss i'm miserable i don't know how to comprehend he used to be a provider for us and a man now he's a leech and sucking the life out of me. I've told him I can't believe what's happened and how I don't understand how he can at least do half. He always promises to do better and nothing happens. When I met him, he was such a hard worker, such a man, such a provider, and someone I loved. I don't know what to do anymore. Such a provider. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> well, he probably started off yeah, being when, a provider when, when, when she, she was <laughs> making 50 a week. but He's not a provider. Yeah, agreed. You can't be. I don't think any man that truly was a provider that I've met, like not even ones that I've been with, like no amount of money sways that. Like that's just who you are. Uh, but w- I know there's no way to know the whole story or full picture of like what's going on in anyone's relationship, even when you hear it from your coworkers, whoever. We need to start uh, Skyping these people in because we. <laughs> I have a pretty good idea. I, <laughs> I have questions. I mean, I'm sorry she's sad, but yeah, she should be out of it. Yeah, well, my whole thing is I just don't understand the transition from the start of the story to like, yeah. bam, he's just like, nah, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. But I mean, that would be a turn off to me. Maybe not in the beginning because you still love the guy, but like eventually she's got to be turned off by that. Yeah. I think that he's I lost. Think we just got there. Yeah, yeah. He's lost all sense of being a provider. When she hit send to send this in to me, it was probably, probably like, when she. Because I can imagine also writing this must be yeah. like very like. Yeah. This motherfucker. Yeah, it's kind of everything. therapeutic, probably. Like yeah. Yeah. actually seeing what Could situation you m- you're in. Because she's writing that this relationship hasn't been the greatest. Like, I'm miserable. Imagine her writing this, sending it, and him like walking into the room after, like, "Hey, honey, he's, <laughs> he's, how's your day?" He's like, hey, "What's up?" Fine. So he's probably he's probably just still on the couch. <laughs> she's in yeah. the other room, right? Yeah, because this definitely was written after some shit that went down or something. But that, that story is kind of heavy. So we're going to take a little positive turn here. Um, next story. Uh, my story is a little bit different, which is why we included it. Uh, my husband and I worked in good careers for a few years, but he didn't love his job. He decided to open his own business and didn't make any money. Broke even with all the money invested back into the business. So he didn't make any money for three years. It was five years after starting the business that he started to make good money. Because I'm a nurse, I was able to support our family completely while he did this. It could have gone wrong, but it all worked out for us. Seven years later, he makes more money than I did full time, and I get to work casually and raise our kids. So something to be said about taking the risk on yeah. on someone, yeah. you know? Sure. Um, but also, I mean, to start your own business is different than like, I want to be a rapper. You that, know? That's true. Those, I mean, those are the type of men that I date. Not <laughs> disclosure. Um, yeah, they like pursue these non-existent music careers, and you know, like have any of them? No one's panned out. I mean, I'm still here working as a nurse. <laughs> I would hope that one of them would be taking care of me. Well, at this I, point. I was wondering if you just didn't wait long enough. So one of them. No, just- I mean, one I was with 
hopefully he never hears this. But <laughs> I was um, like, you you have no faith in this podcast no. having any reach. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I just I have to hope for the best. But um, he, I was with him for eight years. Yeah, like off and on for eight years, and. No, like at one point he was just like, I'm not working anymore. Like, this is what I'm going to do. do. I want to pursue this. And he was great. Like he was, he was good at what he did. Um, But then he got to a certain point where he was just kind of like, I'm over this. Like, I'm, you know, I'm getting too old for this, which like, great. I'm glad you're realizing that. Um, But by the time he realized it, I'm like, this is exactly where you needed to, like, this is where you're trying to get to. And that's when you want to stop. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, Oh, wow. even so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but in the beginning it was just like, I remember my parents just being like, really, this is, <laughs> you're in nursing school on a full scholarship and this is, all Your right. parents were like, have I you mean, heard the phrase nurse with a purse? Right. <laughs> That's exactly what they were thinking. Probably like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah. It's a thing, but I commend them because it's a business. Like you're not just like out here. You know, yeah. like doing, just being like all in a willy super willy. oversaturated market. Exactly, to... like you're assume. I don't know what the business is that he tried to start, but obviously, if it started making money, it's successful. Yeah. So I, I think I support that. I support the idea of like supporting your significant other if they're starting a business. Yeah, and you know, I think a key difference too is, and I, th- some of these stories are about like boyfriends, like they were married. I know some of them too are. There's, I think there's some married stories in here too that go pretty bad, but mm-hmm. um, I think there's one thing to be said about s- supporting a spouse versus like agreed, yeah, it's just a different level of commitment. You yeah, know, like yeah. you can walk away so easily when you're dating, and there's like no, there's yeah. no real commitment there. I guess like there's no, yeah, there's no yeah. giant, Legally binding. yeah, right. there's no con. Well, there's there are consequences, but it's not as like right. Well, they it's, they have nothing to lose. You yeah. know, so it's like one per- the person who's taking care of everything has something to lose, i.e. their money. And the other person is just like, I'm just going to continue living my best life till they cut off my supply, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one's supporting and one's using mm-hmm. or being used. How do, you, how do you tell the difference, though? Right. But anyways, next story. <laughs> so Wait, I, how did that one end? Oh, did, did I not get to the end? No, I don't think we finished. Oh, really? Did we? Finish? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They happily ever after, basically. Yeah. Oh. Had some kids. She, she walked. Pretty. Yeah. Oh, I think I was waiting for shit to hit the fan. Okay. No, no, no. Oh, that's <laughs> a good one. They're not all bad. By not all bad, I mean one. <laughs> um, <laughs> so next story. So I was the nurse with a purse. I don't know what it is about nurses that makes this so prevalent. Maybe it's because we naturally want to help people fix things. Um, Particularly me. I work in the PICU. I always get assigned the oncology, terminal, and dying kids because I love palliative care. (laughs) Yeah. That's heavy. Yeah. That's even just I love palliative care sounds like such a weird. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Takes a special person. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Maybe it's because nursing is traditionally the best blue collar way for a woman to support themselves. Maybe it's because it's easy for us to do OT or get a per diem job. But whatever it is, the phenomena is clearly real and I was a part of it. My ex isn't a bad guy. When we first started dating, he had a job, but it made maybe a fourth of what I did. It was ridiculous. I told him to go back to school and finish college or I was out. So he did. 
but of course I had to pay off his previous student debt, which is practically nothing compared to what other people racked up. And then for the second semester as well. I had already bought us two vacations at this point, simply because if I waited around for him to save up enough money for us to go somewhere, it was never going to happen. I also paid all the bills at my house, the cable and the internet, the groceries, etc. I was completely independent while also picking up his slack and supporting him. Then when school started, he quit his job. It wasn't a big deal since his job was toxic and barely made enough money to cover groceries, but it bothered me that he just sat around the house all day. I had been begging him to lose weight, so I was cooking healthy meals for us and buying high quality food. He had been wanting a new phone for four years, so when the one he wanted came out, I bought it for him as a combined Christmas, birthday, and Valentine's Day gift. He didn't have a car, so he would use mine during the day when I slept and would often bring it back smelling like weed. He didn't have a license. It had been revoked six years prior for over a weed offense, and he had, and he had never had the money to pay off the $800 fine. I'm glad he learns his lessons after the first time. <laughs> stopping him from getting it back. Basically, this guy was a completely broke, fat loser, which by itself didn't bother me. It was... <laughs> it should have. Been. It should have. <laughs> it's that he was putting approximately zero effort into that change. Uh, the only thing he did were things that I financially facilitated that I directly told him he had to do. Other than that, he sat around at home, online shopping and getting high. He would do the laundry and clean up from time to time and take care of his dog. And he tried to show me love in his own way. But I, I felt so brokenhearted doing all this stuff for a guy who would just say, oh, cool, and take it all and sit there without giving anything back. My love language is his giving and his was taking. He was and still is a good person with a good heart. And I let that keep me around for months. But right before Christmas of this year, I looked at my credit card statement. I had gotten him his own card to use while I was asleep or at work given the expectation that he's a 30-year-old man who respect my finances, I was wrong. That's highly Clearly. trying to assume of him. <laughs> Assuming highly of him. <laughs> oh my gosh. In three months, he had managed to spend 11500 11, Can we just stop right there? You didn't check your, your credit card statement for three, three months? months? Well, she. I mean, if she's just using it for like routine stuff. If I give her, another person my credit card, which I would not do, <laughs> you better believe I'm going to check that shit. But what if you were in love? <laughs> you still need to, pro tip, we need to have updates going to our phone every time that credit card is used and also have your shit on auto- on auto pay like not with 11 stack no, man on there have alerts go to your phone every time something is charged like if you have the chase app or whatever all right so all you out there nurse person pro tip right nurse there person, <laughs> yeah, yeah you put that man on, you're giving your on an alert other people which you should which is yeah also don't do that but set alarm or set a alert notifications <laughs> on alert? your phone yeah. can we can you reread that sentence i gave him a credit card to, to use, use while, while i was sleeping? sleeping she's night shift all of this <laughs> is all of this is uh, how are you even attracted to him oh he's my gosh. he doesn't take care of himself he doesn't take care of you no sympathy in this story anything. i don't get it oh, <laughs> what's the appeal she doesn't even sound like she hasn't said anything positive about this guy like i don't get what what sometimes yeah. it takes yeah. writing it all out to figure out that there is nothing there and maybe that's what this we're going to give her the benefit of the doubt and say that's what this was she was writing it out and uh, well, I'm trying to help you sis it was her border working. patrol well, <laughs> this is her border patrol yeah. right here <laughs> trying to help you don't know if it's working 
In three months, he had managed to spend 11500 not on bills, not on school expenses, not on anything, on random shit. I went through the statement to see exactly what he was buying, and essentially it was as if I had given a 14-year-old a credit card. Stopping to buy coffee and lunch every day. I made coffee and meals at home since I can't afford to eat out every day, but somehow he thought he could afford Clearly that. Clearly she can. If <laughs> she didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Random crap on Amazon. He was trying to show her the good life. Yeah. Uh, random crap on Amazon, video games, and $3,000 to the DMV to get his license back. Um, when I had not told him it was okay to do that. I kicked him out, and that's when shit really hit the fan. He, In fairness, I'm sorry to cut you off again. In oh fairness, no. you gave him the card. So does he really technically need permission at this point? I mean, still to spend $3,000, I would ask. Yeah, this... We're, we're getting to philosophy here. Like, she's too trusting. Or she's, she's too trusting. Yeah. Like, once you give over the cards, it's like, that's it. Like, what well, they and do I, is... I wonder what conversations... Like, yeah. To be like, this... <sighs> well, I, I wonder what conversations they had had about the card, too. About, like, how he could use it and stuff. Because, I mean... That's pretty comfortable to be spending $3,000 on someone's yeah. like. And I don't, to know that there is $3,000 on there to spend. Because I'll tell you right now, you try to swipe my shit, you're not getting $3,000 <laughs> worth of anything. You're like, go ahead, take the card. Go ahead, take it. Mm. That shit but you, you can't get too far. Like she mentioned <laughs> that she was sleeping. So I'm wondering if when she was sleeping and she had her own credit card, he'd like wake her up like when she had to work that night and be like, hey, yeah. I got to go do this. Can you yeah. give me? You know, like. Yeah. And so she's like, look, I'm going to give you a card yeah. to do whatever you need to do. But don't go yeah. crazy. But obviously, she said he was like a fourteen-year-old boy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. Where? Let me. All right. Video games and three thousand dollars to the DMV to get his license back. And when I had not told him it was okay to do that, I kicked him out, and that's when shit really hit the fan. He had been financially dependent on me, and I hadn't realized how completely dependent on me he was. Yeah. I was his source of everything. All the money, love, social interaction, emotional support, everything in his life came from me. His family is toxic. He only has two or three friends who are busy with their own lives. Now he doesn't... Who has more than two or three friends? Let's, now he doesn't even have a job to spend uh, that time at. He just sits on his mom's couch crying about the end of our relationship. I felt incredibly guilty ripping all the positivity uh, in his life away from him. I tried to draw out the breakup so we could both have an adjustment period. And because he was severely depressed, what is an adjustment period? Or even... It's like adjust from like not being... Instead of going cold turkey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just like, just a little adjustment. Like you're no longer being taken care of completely anymore. But we can still hang out here and there. Like is that what that... Yeah. I think we sometimes (laughs) think that that's the better route. It's totally not speaking from experience. (laughs) Adjustment period. Hmm. Like that. People are going to start using that. Like, maybe we should just go through an adjustment <laughs> well, period. <laughs> you want to break up? How would you feel about an adjustment period? <laughs> Give a little time. Um, I try to draw out our relationship so we both have an adjustment period. And because he was severe, severely depressed. But it had been three months and now I knew I'd never want, want to be with him again. It disgusts me how he was able to take advantage of me like that and just not care until there were consequences for his action. I worked full-time between two jobs and went to community college to get my RN and then worked full-time adult uh, med surge while finishing my BSN. I come from a family of hard workers, so I don't know how I convinced myself to allow someone with no work ethic to live for free off my career. I just kept making excuses for him. He never had money. 
He came from generational poverty. He had to live in the housing projects. He had no role models in his life. Maybe if I just helped him, things would change. <laughs> Until suddenly I couldn't excuse away 11 grand. Um, I'm, somewhat heart I'm somewhat heartbroken about it all, but I would like to start dating again soon. And when I do, he has to have a career. I can't waste more time, money, and most importantly, my emotions on someone who just wants to take, 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 and never get back. If you know any quality guys in NYC who have their own money, hit me up. Well. Should I drop her at? Just kidding. Yeah, I was uh, like, please don't. I think yeah. she has a lot of healing that she <laughs> needs to do before she starts looking for other men. Yeah, this sounds very recent. Yeah. Right, she needs she, a rebound. She needs to go to a Wall Street happy hour. Stat. <laughs> <laughs> just to have, just to be treated for a night, you know? <laughs> oh, my. A Wall <laughs> Street roll, happy. Roll <laughs> and then we'll give us some time. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, okay. Let's hook her up. Yeah. That was a lot. In a couple yeah. months. That was a lot. That was yeah. a lot. No, a lot of these stories, by the end of reading, I'm just like, oh, damn. Just like, oh, God. I will say that these stories make me appreciate my own experiences a little bit more. <laughs> and I'm not as fucked up as I thought I was. I'm going to point out a theme. And I, this happened to me, too. I think that we make excuses for people when they're taking care of our pets. Because when we work these long shifts, seriously, it's a real thing. You know, it's a real thing. Nurse with a purse. Nurse with a purse. Nurse with a pet. Like nurse with a purse and a pet. Yeah, mm -hmm. like they become the person that's taking care of your dog. Who you know, you're gone so many, or cat, or bird, or whatever. You're gone so many hours. Yeah. You do kind of feel bad for your fur baby, and then to know that this person is with them. It's kind of like, oh, yeah. well, at least he takes care of the dog. Yeah. And which you know, is, come on. It's so freaking easy. You're doing nothing all day being a deadbeat, but you take a dog dog for a walk and you just hang with them on the couch, nap with them all day while you're at work or all night. Like you're not doing that much, but we make excuses because listen, we love our animals. Wouldn't you rather, whenever you have to like send that dog somewhere else, don't you always feel like, oh. If only I could just have that other person watch him. Because you feel like your dog feels I better. Have, yeah. I have reached out after the fact and been like, hey, want to watch my dog for 50 bucks? You dead Pete. <laughs> I know you're broke. <laughs> yeah, I know you're broke. Uh, and my dog loves you. Yeah, at least my dog likes you. <laughs> All right, next story. Uh, I dated a guy in college who was taking one class at a time, living in a shitty apartment. He had a nice car and treated me well from the start, so I bought the whole thing. Come to find out his family kind of disowned him. He was a pathological liar. His credit card score was about 400. He basically made me get an apartment right off the bat after graduating. He where made he, you? Yeah, okay. some people need some personal responsibility. Yeah. Um, right off the bat after graduating where he paid zero rent. I paid all the bills and even paid his tuition to finish college. He told his car and I bought a car with a loan under my name for him. I'm telling you, I've, this is one I hear all the time. I know so many people who have, so many nurses who have bought cars for someone they were dating. I yeah. almost did once. Mm -hmm. yeah. How stupid. Yeah. Well, a I was motorcycle. like, there's four of us in this room. Someone has bought a car. I haven't, but I almost did. Yeah. Yeah, I almost. My friend did. I almost co-signed, rather, but it would have been my responsibility. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Yeah. Once, your, once your name's on there. Um, he ended up finishing school, and I was never the controlling type, slash never had to be. One day, I genuinely just went on his computer just to look something up random, and his Facebook came up. <laughs> Let me just start <laughs> with the fact that I didn't even know he had Facebook. I later found out he had blocked me. <laughs> Wish this man was planning oh, ahead. Shit. He was like, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And I and a message popped up from one of his guy friends. I was curious because the other person was talking about a girl. So I scrolled up and I read my boyfriend talking about getting his dick sucked by some girl named Sarah. I, I hey, called Sarah, him. if you're yeah. listening. Hey, girl. <laughs> Sarah's like, was that me? Um, All I, the Sarahs are positive. Like, hmm. <laughs> hmm. I called him at work and told him I was packing his shit up in the garbage bags and throwing them over the balcony. He came immediately, denied the whole thing. He paid me for the rest of the car. He walked away with two years of free rent and free tuition. I realize the story makes me sound like a horrendous asshole, but you live and you learn. I'm currently in my last year of CRNA school and dating a flight nurse who's starting CRNA school who is 100% my lobster. His loss- 100% what? My lobster. Oh, have any of you heard that before? No, what does no. that mean? Yeah, we were trying to we, figure out what part of the country that f- terminology is from. Because I bet you, I bet you, it's from like a very specific area, like like Maine, like Maine, like somewhere. That's like lobster. <laughs> You're Those my Maine lobster. You're my clam um, chowder. Um, basically, I hope she learned her lesson. Isn't paying for this guy too. Yeah. Lobster refers to the person of whom another is meant to be with forever. Oh, it's from Friends too. Oh, yeah. that does sound it's like some according friendship. According to Phoebe from Friends. Yeah. Wow. Hey, I Learn like he, new every day. Phoebeism to Ebeism. But like, I don't Phoebe-ism think. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all didn't hear it earlier. I said, look it up in the Ebictionary. <laughs> we need to, yeah, like, we need to come back around. <laughs> yeah. We need to sense a future segment coming on. Um, yeah, we could have a cat's corner. I don't know why she thinks that she's the <laughs> asshole. That's what Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're she not has some weird Irish Catholic guilt going on. I mean, I don't know if it's Irish Catholic, but. Uh, <laughs> she does say she's, she's Irish and Catholic. Like, yeah, no, she doesn't know. We asked that when they send in their story. story. It's, yeah. one, it's one of the tabs. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, she's got some guilt, clearly, because the, nothing about this makes you sound like an asshole. It makes you sound like you've been a little bit too nice and a little bit too walked all over. I mean, it sounds like you learned your lesson, but yeah, nobody thinks you're an asshole. I wonder why we feel that way, though, because I feel like I've felt that way when I've, like, called it quits on something. Like, even though I knew that they were on the receiving end of everything and I was getting nothing. And then I got to a point where I'm just like, I'm done. And then when you're done, you're like, oh damn, maybe I should have, maybe if I would have given them like two more months. Your mind mind just plays the highlights and you're like, they weren't bad. Your mind plays the highlights. (laughs) Exactly. Like I finally told this guy, like, no, um, the guy that I talked about that I, I was the nurse with the purse in that situation. And then I started watching, uh, 13 reasons why. And I was like, fuck, I hope he doesn't kill himself. Maybe I'll call him back. And like, if I had just not watched 13 reasons why, I wouldn't have felt so guilty. But yeah, it's just like your mind Damn, starts your playing the highlights. Like that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Like and they like, Oh wait, I hope they're okay. And I do think I of do like worst the, case scenarios too. Like, oh, like if I don't like what happens if, or yeah. just like all these weird, you I don't, don't know. give them Things their own responsibility. Things are not your responsibility. Yes. Yeah. And that's yeah. every relationship. It's never easy, you know? Yeah. Well, even... I think that's why it goes on for so long. Is we, we're, the, the nurse with the purse is so into this person. Yeah. That we just keep <laughs> making excuses for them. Or you're yeah. afraid for them. Like the other one, she was like, I, I know that he was severely depressed. And if right. I'm the positivity yeah. in his life and, and I, I leave, yeah. what's right. going to happen? Right. right. But it's yeah. like... Which that story that kind of make me like, oh shit, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because you know when you're with someone, sometimes you, you guys don't talk to other people. <laughs> you put up yeah. some bullshit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then when they peace out, if if they were paying for all your stuff, or like, yeah, I'm that must be a pretty scary breakup. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, fuck. Breaking up with Sugar Mama. Yeah. Yeah, relationships are weird, man. Yeah. And it's like, no matter what you know while you're in it, your mind will test you after that breakup. Yeah, like, sure. so much. Yeah. For sure. All right, next story. This one is a doozy. Hang Take tight. A big breath. Yeah. Feel free to interrupt. Yeah. Okay. EB, I'm finally getting around the type of stuff for you. About 10 years ago, as a naive 26 year old, I came across a man on POF, which. Plenty of fish. Yes. Okay. Uh, who seemed like a kindred spirit. He spoke about altruism and said he was Buddhist. Uh, the closest philosophy to. <laughs> <laughs> Buddhism's a red flag now. Well, just living in California, you, like you know, yeah, like the woke yeah. asshole who's just like, I'm Buddhist and I'm altruistic. Yeah, got got some crystals on. Yeah, and you're just like, all right, this guy has raped some people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that escalated very quickly. He's a self-proclaimed feminist. Like I don't know, it's too good to be true. You know what I'm saying? Okay, sorry, that was a jump. <laughs> you feel? Um, <laughs> We're changing his name. Yeah. Change- <laughs> I'm, we're going to call him BJ for the rest of this because the name comes up a lot. I also don't know if that's the best acronym. I know. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, TJ. Let's do TJ. All right. You're right. What was I thinking? That's a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, TJ was a homeowner who owned a construction company. Uh, my father, who passed away when I was eight, was a carpenter. And I grew up helping him and admiring people who could build things from scratch. Uh, TJ, who was also an ex-Marine who served overseas and told me about his friends dying in his arms and explained that that's why he had troubles with PTSD and anxiety. It's also another huge red flag. Yeah, but I think that's that's another thing nurses fall into is we hear something like that. And for some people, that's immediate like no, which... You can judge that how you want. Like, that's a personal decision if you think, like, that's something right. you can handle in a relationship. But for nurses, it seems that we're like, oh, great. Like, I'm a healthcare professional. This is perfect. I can help you. <laughs> yeah. You have trauma. Like, let's resolve it. Yeah. yeah. Together. Um, as a nurse from a military family, I was beyond understanding. When I met him, he was the same man as in the pigs and made it clear that he was smitten with me. I went to his house the first night before going out on our first date. Parentheses. Stupid hand face emoji and was amazed at the big beautiful log cabin he owned next to a farm in the town i grew up which was also my dad's favorite place wherever we lived there seemed to be so many signs that he was the one i moved in within a few weeks of meeting him then tj (laughs) told me the workers for his construction company quit and he was out of a cushion now it was winter and I was paying for the oil for his 5,000 square feet lofty log cabin. Does she mean gas? Maybe some places still use, I don't, I don't know. I feel like she probably does. I feel like so also, too. this sounds like How? a murder mystery. Like <laughs> It really does. It was too good to be true. There was a log cabin and he was the one. <laughs> secluded just like the one I summoned in with my father. And you're just like, girl, homegirl can get murdered and he's in a runner money drive. <laughs> you're right. It does end in murder. No, I'm yeah. no. I was like, what? <laughs> no, <okay. laughs> she wrote this quickly. from the grave. It's one of those <laughs> post-mortem. Okay? Uh, 13 years since. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, come winter I was paying for the oil for his 5,000 square feet lofty log cabin and the majority of other things groceries the 10 foot Christmas tree and too many presents for him he was also having engine trouble with his truck and was boring my car 
and cell phone for his new job and doing measurements for a Lowe's project. Uh, TJ said he couldn't wait to marry me and have kids, talking about trying to get me pregnant within the first month of meeting, which I was in no rush for. Well, I mean, she moved in after three weeks. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Or a few weeks, whatever she said. Too many jumps. Everyone's in a rush. Um, Yeah, you can't say you were in no rush if you were already living there. But Mm -mm. Well, she moved in a few weeks after meeting him. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that's very soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we can't. I low key don't fault TJ for wanting to knock you up because if you're willing to do all that within three weeks, like or a few weeks, yeah, let me go ahead and get you stuck for life. <laughs> but I did think I wanted to marry him. He said the only holdup was that he was cash poor, but would be getting 20k from selling his truck and 250k from his father's life insurance. It, his Father's father, d- uh, yeah, his father had just passed. Uh-huh. More murder mystery. Yeah, that was what I was going to ask. Like, did he, okay, did he pass already or are we plotting on his, how to get this? His father would be passing soon. <laughs> we watch too much TV. We're like life insurance. He did it. <laughs> uh, since he expressed sorrow that he couldn't afford a ring sooner, me being a total moron oh, offered God. to pay for, the, for my own engagement ring until he got the money coming to him. TJ was handed $4,000 for the ring that I thought I wanted on my birthday in January, three months after meeting. He threw a surprise party for me at our house, even inviting friends from hours away. In blissful ignorance, I gladly accepted when he proposed to me in front of everyone there. Three months is just so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Is it 1700? Like... (laughs) Sometimes you don't even know a person's last name at that point. Like, what? I feel like I'm I'm reading Outlander. (laughs) Outlander fans? <laughs> Any other? No. Uh, <laughs> no. I've watched an episode. Dude, it's so good. All right. What is Outlander? Dude! Netflix. It's this amazing series. And uh, anyway, it's New or old? Is this like a... It's, it's a in like the 1700s. And it's like, yeah, relationships move fast back then. Maybe like three months is okay. But I feel like now. <laughs> it was an obscure Outlander reference. Mm-hmm. I'm, someone out there will get it. Yeah, it's a book too. Um, I gladly accepted when he proposed to me in front of everyone. After that, it all started unraveling, mainly because of my good memory and detective skills. TJ became hyper paranoid about me cheating, repeatedly accusing me when I come home from the hospital at 8.30 a.m. after a 13-hour shift with no break. Yet I was the one who found an email on his computer to some random Craigslist ad for sex with no picture on it, mind you, so he was willing to have sex with any rando? Question mark, exclamation mark. <laughs> I left that day, I was so livid. Yet yet TJ was a pro-sociopath and convinced me it was sent by his brother. I went back and noticed several of his stories kept uh-huh, changing. Funny brother jokes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we joke around. I found the paper pile in his basement about him owing child support. I knew TJ had a daughter in another state who he told me his ex-wife, also a nurse, would not let him see out of spite. He told me he was paying child support and those were old papers, yet I knew he wasn't because he had lost the Lowe's job within a month and I blamed it on his boss not liking him. Then I was awakened by him angrily talking on the phone on the floor above me. TJ was threatening his mom over his dad's life insurance money and then tried to spin it like she was the greedy one since they had been divorced. Or he wasn't getting all that money, he told me was a sure thing, but he got a new job at a local dump. I caught TJ at the strip club next to his work in the middle of the day because he was so stupid enough to park out front and then tried to lie to me about why he was there. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> How many other reasons could you, like, why else would you be at a strip club? Like, were you fixing the pipes yeah. or something? Yeah, you was like, putting, like, in, putting in these new poles. break up with this, dude. <laughs> they needed some new poles put in ASAP. TJ was there. I was so done, but at this point, I really wanted my money back. Luckily, TJ sold his truck and got 16K cash. He started driving my old car to the bank, and then I asked for my 4K. He tried to make an excuse as to why he would give it to me later, and I jumped out of the car and started storming down the street. TJ threw the money at me, but I didn't care about the delivery. I was just grateful that I didn't lose my mind and my savings because of him. He tried to manipulate me further by letting me find him with a gun in his mouth, saying he, he wanted to end it because he knew I was going to leave him. Within a few days, I woke up knowing I had to get my stuff and go while he was out of the house. My best friend called me the same morning, saying he had a dream my dad told me to get the fuck out of there. We moved all my stuff ASAP, and I was driving away. An unfamiliar car entered the driveway, trying to wave at me, but I could not be stopped. Little did I know the actual owner of the house was coming to give TJ an eviction notice for owing 6K in rent. His mom 16. also- Oh, Sorry. Yeah, you're right. That's a big difference. <laughs> wow. 16K in rent. His mom also told me after the fact, not only did he not have two college degrees like he claimed, he didn't even graduate high school. He also had two daughters by two different women who denied him visitation. But there's more. TJ was such a scumbag that he was never even in the military. So he made up the whole story about his friends losing their lives. And to add insult to injury, he held my dad's journal and his collection of Beatles tapes hostage so he would have leverage to talk to me. Simultaneously, I thought she left when they when he wasn't there. Oh. She didn't get all of her stuff. Yeah, she must have forgot. Oh. He took those. Yeah. That sucks. That's a big one to forget. She got her stuff, but kind of forgot her dad's stuff. <laughs> got it. Simultaneously, I found out within two weeks of me leaving that he had another woman staying there already while nonstop calling me and begging me to come back. He was complaining through long, crazy emails that she wasted all her money in alcohol, which made it even more clear that he was just looking to be bankrolled. I tried to warn this chick, but at first he convinced her I was the crazy one. Until one week later, the cops came to arrest him for hoeing, owing 60K in child support. She said hoeing at first. <laughs> <laughs> for hoeing. <laughs> the, the cops were not oh, having okay. it. Um, as a result, his license had been suspended the whole time he had been borrowing my car. Um, I, I did become fr friends with this new chick after he was arrested. She told me how when they first came to get him, TJ was taking a dump and the cops even made him finish with the door open while they watched him. Best karma ever. <laughs> And she got my dad's things back to me. I honestly feel so lucky I made it out of there alive. I moved, got a new car, blocked him on my phone and social media. TJ still came to my work and found numerous other ways to text me through the internet, but they fall on deaf ears. Boy, bye. We legit always wonder if he's out there still telling some BS stories. Um, but I just try to avoid all the drama at all costs these days. Yikes. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, pathological liar. Yeah. yeah. And the amount of lies you have to to tell to keep that going, even for the three months that they were. Right. Well, I also wonder why his mom, like, never said anything until after they were not together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she doesn't say how when she got in contact with the mom. I would assume it was after everything was going crazy that she was maybe doing a little more investigating. But I'm sure but if she... you in three months of meeting someone, if you're engaged, like, there's a decent chance... The family. Are missing yeah, a couple things. yeah. And obviously they're arguing over it anyway, so I'm sure he can pin his mom as like crazy or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. 
And this just sounds like, what's that series with Connie Bryan on HBO? Or isn't it Dear John? Oh, that's uh. Dear John? Wasn't that the name of it? No, that is Dear John, but it's okay, on like but Lee that's what or it something. Me of, is yeah. like speeding up the relationship. Yeah. Because like the guy seems perfect, but he's a pathological liar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only in that one, it's reverse. It's role reversal because he's a nurse. Yeah. Did you? But and he's the crazy one. But well, anyway. did you wa- did you watch the show or did you listen to the podcast on it? I watched the show. Okay. There's a podcast on the whole Dear John thing. Yeah. That's insane. It's, I don't know what the show's like, but the details that they the go into it, yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. But, um, but yeah, for three months, this it's man. It's called Dirty John. Dirty John. That's it. Oh, dear. I'm like, dear, dear John? John? It doesn't sound right. <laughs> yeah. It's a- I start remembering the names of things. <laughs> Me too. Thanks, you know, Google. the second you said it, I completely was, I was like, like, yeah, Connie that's Brighton the name. drama. What is it? Isn't that her name? Yeah. Who? Connie Brighton. Oh, Isn't that her name? yeah. I I don't. Yeah. I, I've only listened to the podcast, but I know the show is supposed to be good too. But anyway, it's like a role reversal of that. Yeah. I mean, I think if somebody rushes a relationship, it and seems really perfect and has all these like stories, it can often be that they're a pathological liar. Time reveals a lot. So when there's not the time, right? Exactly. It's easy to like believe, and they're trying to lock you down, like legally and financially, by hurrying for a up reason to the marriage. Yeah. And yeah. he's where you find out. Definitely taking advantage of her because she's the one that was like her dad had passed away when she was younger. Mm-hmm. And he's doing all these things that are like reminding her of her dad. And then she immediately was like, he felt like the right one. Like he's obviously really good at manipulating and creating this situation. Right. And then the fact that, I don't know, it was like her intuition telling her like her dad came to her inner dream and like warned her. In a friend's dream. Oh, in a friend's dream. Yeah. And the friend delivered the information. But that's like. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. No, that was the story that when I read that one, I was like, that is insane. Yeah, that sounds like a like a lifetime. Yeah. Uh, all right, last story. I work night at a small hospital uh, LDRP unit. All the nurses I work with are primarily the earners and their family. A lot of us have spouses who make a fraction of what we do, and they stay at home and parent or work part-time jobs uh, in the retail or food industry. I make four times what my husband's annual salary, which is far more frustrating to him than it is to me. Even though it's very stressful to carry the financial burden and most of the other household responsibilities, it's nice to know that I could do it alone if I needed to. Being surrounded by other powerful women who share the same predicament is helpful when I need to vent or just feel like I'm not alone. That's the whole story. The whole reason I wanted to end on that one too is just because it's it's a different take on this whole thing. And... um, like earlier, we said, like, I wonder how people would feel about these stories if it was a guy sending it in, referring to, like, the guy's a nurse, and he's referring to a woman he's dating. Because I feel like in this role reversal, it's like the whole thing is positive. Like, it's, she's, she takes care of business at home. Like, that's, like, it's, there's nothing negative in this story. You know what I mean? I just think there's always that pressure for, like, like the societal norm of, like, the guy being the breadwinner. I think sometimes, too, it's just the idea of not just the man being the breadwinner, but, like, the provider. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of times, like, a man's manhood is defined by, like, what he does and how much he makes. So even if you took having to take care of a family out of that equation, it's still about, like, 
what he does and how much he makes. And if he's not happy with what he's doing, because like if he loved his job, but only made $5 an hour, like he isn't going to care because he really enjoys what he does. So it probably has more to do with the fact that he there's something else lacking in his life or like he feels like he's not doing what he thought he'd be doing or wanted to do. Well, not just. Well, the, I, I think the only negative thing in the story is that, that she has that one line where she says like, uh, it's more frustrating for him. I think the only reason it would be frustrating is just because the outside view of what yeah. it should be. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah the, literally the only reason when I read the story that I was like, we should put this in is just, it's, it's fine. Like there's nothing wrong with that situation. That's what that works for that family. Right. So I feel like after reading 10 of these stories where it's about some guy manipulating some woman into, yeah. I don't know. But there's also a difference because this isn't like manipulation or like using. It's like they're married, married. and yeah. mm-hmm. this is his role and this is her, her role, role and it just is what it is. Exactly. It's, you know what I mean? Like it's not it would be different if he wasn't doing anything with the kids, wasn't taking care of anything at home, wasn't this was not agreed upon, but it sounds like this is what they've agreed upon and it's what works. Yeah. So I'm and it's kind not, of like who cares? Yeah, yeah it's not definitely. common, but she's not alone, and that's right. what I think is important too. Yeah. Is that there are it may not be what society normally does, yeah, mm-hmm. but it's not wrong, and you're not the only ones doing it. Yeah, right. and especially if you look at a profession like nursing, you're going to have a lot of that. Like nurses have the ability, even though it doesn't always feel like it, but we have a, the ability to make a decent amount of money. Mm-hmm. So that can be hard to compete with if you're the spouse or significant other of someone who's a nurse. So. I think, uh, I don't know, it was just a good one to end on. Like, hey, this is also fun. Yeah. But yeah, that is it. Thank you guys for for being on today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having us. Yeah. uh, This is Kat talking, by the way. I am going to have a healthcare showcase. Um, There are a couple of other people who are stand-up comedians or in comedy and also in healthcare. And I'm going to put together a show uh, for that. So if you guys are in the LA area and like want to come through, uh, please follow me at Batty Cat Dubs, and I will be posting about that in the coming months. Yeah, cool, cool. and whenever whenever you post, I'll let me know. I'll oh, I'll repost it and all that. How about you, Matt? You got anything coming up? I have up? nothing coming up right no? now. My life is up in the air per usual. So <laughs> no uh, cupcake pop ups. <laughs> no cupcake pop ups right now. Planning on it, but not sure when. There's a lot of unknowns right now. Yeah. Yeah. Also, if you enjoyed this episode or any of our other episodes and you would like to support us, um, please go to our website and just buy some merch. This this that is how we are funding this show. Uh, at this point, we have no sponsors. So if you're enjoying this and you'd like to see it continue, go online, buy yourself a little something. Last but not least, just to thank everyone who sent in stories. Um, that is the whole thing we're doing here. Um, it is appreciated. And uh, if you have any stories you'd like to submit, you can go to nursepeak.com. On the main page, there is a tab that says submit story. Uh, you go ahead and just put it in there and we will see it. All right. Thank you.